Welcome to Combos with Cam, a podcast from the heart of a 40-ish black native Oakland woman just out here trying to function. It's like your Saturday morning chat with your favorite cousin or your cool aunt, talking about everything and nothing while navigating through the circle of life. From adult friendships to caring for aging parents to the things that aren't always discussed, but maybe should be. Let's talk about it and grow through it together. Hey, 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 what's good, Cam fam? It's your girl Cam back with another episode of Convos with Cam. And today I'm going to go on a little rant about service animals and emotional support animals. So there is this TikTok video going around where there's this woman who has what she referenced as an emergency um, emotional support animal. And she had taken it on the plane, but she had it wrapped like it was a baby. And she was acting like she was breastfeeding a baby. And so she's going through all these motions about um, it's, um, you know, this is a baby and, you know, just all these other things. Long story less long, it is revealed that it's not a cat, but it's a lynx. This is according to her. And it's an emergency emotional support animal. And I laughed only slightly when I saw the video um, because the truth of the matter is I am sick and tired of people abusing and manipulating um, the ADA as it relates to um, service animals and emotional support animals Um, because shit's ridiculous. Like... You do not need to bring your dog everywhere unless it is a service animal, meaning that it is actually providing a service. So if you are diabetic and your dog is alerting you that um, your sugar is dropping low, if you are blind, if you are hearing impaired and Like, whatever the case may be that you have a need for a service animal. Like, I don't really have issue with that if it is a genuine need. If it's a manipulated want, then I have a problem. Because far too often, and definitely now that we're still in these COVID streets, people want to bring their damn dogs everywhere. And as somebody who has a mild um, pet allergy, I really have to stop and ask the question, you know, where do we draw the line? You know, are we quarantining everybody off so that, you know, people with dogs, with pets, let me say it differently, can, you know, be out in one area and the people with allergies are in another area, but you know, 
then there's the, the monitoring of the different allergies, you know, the peanut allergies, the this, the that. And here's the thing. I'm not taking anything away from people who have legit medical concerns, right? It sucks if you have, you know, all of these different allergies and you really have to actively watch and be very uh, vigilant about cross-contamination and all those things. I 1000% get that. That's not what this is about. This is literally about people who manipulate their situation because they want their dog to go everywhere. And it really and truly gets on my nerves. Now, let me say, it's not that I'm like anti-dog because I'm not anti-dog. I just believe there's a time and a place for dogs to be. And if you need your dog to be at, you know, a restaurant or a winery, um, again, because of a service, I'm, I'm okay with that. My preference would be that your dog is trained and your dog knows how to behave in, um, public settings because that is the other thing or that is one of many other things as it relates to um, animals in public like people will claim that their dog is a service dog um, but service dogs have training and they know how to behave in certain situations. But again, a dog is still a dog. So there might be a time where a service dog comes across somebody's pet and their animal in instincts will kick in. I get it. But I don't want to be in a place where, you know, we're out for outdoor dining and somebody in their Alaskan Malamute, their Husky and their Greyhound all get together and they disrupt everything because they're barking and fighting and doing all the things that dogs normally do. Like, I don't have an issue with dog behavior. Just, you know, there's a time and a place for it. And... I can't tell you how many times I've been out at some of the outdoor wineries that I go to and people just bring their dogs and their dogs just run amok. And like, there's no correction. There's no correction from the, the owner of the dog. There's no cor correction from the owner of the establishment. And that stuff is like really a turnoff to me. And then when I have the conversations with staff, I'm like, you know, are you guys just letting dogs in here? They're like, oh, it's a service dog. Really? Do you know that it's a service dog? Or did they just tell you that it's a service dog? Because the other thing is, people have been so confident and so brazen about, you know, well, if I tell you it's a service dog, I don't have to tell you anything else. And I don't necessarily know if that's 1000% true. I know from when I used to work in the housing office and I used to oversee the um, accommodation animal process in our residential housing, like there were legit questions that could be asked, not necessarily 
to determine a diagnosis, but to determine if this is a service animal or if this is an emergency, um, not emergency, but a, but an emotional support animal. And those are two very, very different things in California as it relates to housing. Service animals, you know, can go anywhere because they are a service. But emotional support animals are typically resigned to like residential spaces. So you don't necessarily get to take your emotional support animal to work. You don't get to take your emotional support animal to dinner. You don't get to take your um, emotional support animal to the movies. Emotional support animals, as I understand it, and granted, there might have been some laws changed around this, but emotional support animals are typically for residential accommodations. And I think people like to use those terms interchangeably, but they're not really the same thing. And I get it. There are times as somebody who has anxiety, there are some times where you just need to touch something that is comforting and that'll help keep you grounded. And, you know, the anxiety episode it will help your anxiety episode pass. Listen, I fully get that. Like I jokingly, but not necessarily jokingly, I bought a pound puppy as kind of my um, emotional support animal for when I'm dealing with stressed out things at work. And I know it sounds a little ridiculous, but number one, I'm not going to get a dog because I'm allergic to dogs. And number two, that's a whole nother being to take care of. Right. But it gives me the comfort of, you know, being able to pet something that is tactile and it actually does calm me down. Now, does that work for everybody? Probably not, but it is an option. And so for me, one of the things that really just gets me going, like I said earlier, is how people like really abuse and misrepresent the ADA for their own personal gain. Now, again, like I said earlier, I'm not anti-dog. I just believe that there's a time and a place for all dogs. But on the, on the flip side of that argument, I feel like if we really wanted some reform to the ADA, similarly to if we wanted reform with um, gun laws, if we had black folks and other people of color beginning to abuse those laws, then we would really see some change. And I'm not necessarily advocating for that, but best believe if a bunch of um, people of color showed up to certain spaces with their pit bulls and their rock wallers and their German shepherds saying that, hey, this is my service animal. Hey, this, this is my emotional support animal. You would definitely get a change in some of the policies and procedures as it relates to service animals. And that's because there are people who discriminate against particular dog types because they believe that certain dog types are violent or more violent than others. 
they're all animals. So all animals can have a tendency to be violent. I've seen some some nice pit bulls. I've seen some nice Rottweilers. I've seen some not so nice pit bulls and some not not so nice Rottweilers. All of it depends on the environment in which they're brought in. Yes, there are people who train their dogs to be, you know, very aggressive. And they, they train their dogs to essentially inflict harm. But there are also people who have these pit bulls and these Rottweilers who are very loving and they're very sensitive and they're not bad dogs at all. They're just happy dogs. But if you had a whole bunch of them start to show up in public places, I bet you pennies to peanuts, you would get some reform as it related to the ADA and service animals and emotional support animals. Because you can't say, oh, well, that pit bull can't be an emotional support animal. Well, why not? How is this dog different from this dog other than the breed? If they're trained to do a specific thing, right? So you can't say, oh, my multi-poo is my service animal, but my pit bull is my emotional support animal, and that can't be right. Why not? If they are trained in a, in a specific function and they are doing their function without disruption, what is the issue? But again, people have these prejudices against particular dogs, which I don't think is right either. Like in a perfect world, if everybody's, you know, abiding by the rules and all of the dogs are behaving well, it just is what it is. But... People don't behave well and people like to manipulate scenarios and situations for their own good. Are we going to get a change anytime soon? Probably not. But after this whole debacle on the airline with the person with the and again, it wasn't even a cat. It was a lynx. So she said, and I don't know if it was a real lynx or. If it was a real lynx that was stuffed or if it was just like a stuffed animal, like a toy stuffed animal. But it looked crazy as hell. And she was acting crazy as hell because she wanted to bring her animal on the plane. And it's like, when I tell you that, that just really irks me. That so many people are just so brazen and they're so confident about being able to manipulate the laws and, and manipulate the scenario to to fit their own good. And it's just like, blood, get out of here. Like, you and that cat need to be kicked off this plane because, one, you misrepresented it like a baby. Number two, you essentially dared the, dared the flight attendant to, you gave the flight attendant permission to take the blanket off if it's an emotional support animal, why do you have it wrapped up like a baby? Like, that's not okay. Like, you were intentionally manipulating the situation from jump. And that's what a lot of people do. And that's the stuff that I don't like. It's like, come on, bro. We don't, we don't need to do this. We don't need to do this. Like, learn how to be okay with being told no. No, your dog can't come in here. No, your cat can't. 
your cat can't come in here. No, your miniature horse can't come in here because miniature horses can be classified as service animals or emotional support animals. And just learn to be okay with that. Every, every thing doesn't need to go everywhere all the time. Like, sorry, not sorry. Like, your dog doesn't need to be at the winery while I'm chilling trying to enjoy wine with my homegirls. Particularly if your dog is not trained and you let your dog run amok at home, you let your dog run amok at the dog park. What makes you think the dog is going to behave in an establishment where there are children, where there is food, where there are other people? Right? It just gets on my nerves. It just gets on my nerves. So the punchline to all of this is your dogs, your your pets can't go everywhere. And in a perfect world, we'd get some reform to the service animal law when people start treating all dogs like they matter. All dogs matter. That's it. That's all. That's the episode. Thanks for checking out this episode of Combos with Cam. Share your thoughts and reflections on today's episode on Instagram or the Twitter at Combos with Cam, hashtag Combos with Cam. Or you can shoot me an email at Combos with Cam at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. Let's chat soon.